Welcome back to another episode of Talkings. I'm your host, Bobby. And I'm your host, Joey. And tonight, we have a very special guest. We got Ashley Velos in the house. Ashley! <laughs> yes! Been very excited. I'm so glad you're part of this experience. You are our Great. second guest. Um, and you actually hit us up, you know, like, <laughs> I want to do it, I want to do it. So, no, that's, it's really awesome. But go ahead and just kind of, like, tell us about yourself, um, who you are, how you kind of got started in the dance, and then just whatever comes to mind. Cool. Uh, spill it, girl. Yeah. All right. I'm super happy to be here. <laughs> I know. I heard you were doing it, and I was like, so when am I on? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Thursday? Um, here we are. Um, yeah, I'm Ashley. I pretty much was raised in a dance studio. My mom started it in the basement when we moved here, and she just didn't like, she just wanted to create something, and then it grew from there, and then I, so competition dancer, tap, ballet, jazz, all of that, and then moved to LA to do the commercial stuff for a while, I was there for like two years, came back, got, started teaching a lot, started choreographing a lot, um, and then, yeah, and then got a job in Vegas, so I moved to Vegas, I was there for a while working with like, gymnasts like crazy crazy gymnasts and teaching them ballet and then eventually teaching them like footwork and stuff because they were already really good at like gymnastics stuff so I was trying to make them b-girl but they were too clean with it it was not cute it was like too pretty you were a b-girl at one point for like 15 minutes (laughs) 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 yeah because when I was in LA that was my thing I was like I want to learn to DJ I want to learn to surf and I want to learn to break. So, yeah. So I actually, after Wade Robson's class, they always had like a session. So I would just stay and just like, I met like, that's where I met like Cujo. He was like one of my first people I met. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like all those guys. And then like Marlon moved in, um, from Texas and then they started Hope in Hollywood and I met like Robzilla and Stuntman and all those guys. And Freaking like Robzilla. Yeah. Didn't so you've like, been around. I've been around. <laughs> been yeah. Around they were they were my buddies. Like they were my brothers. Yeah. They saved me on so many occasions. <laughs> like yeah. But yeah. And then so I came back to Utah, like started choreographing teaching and all that. But yeah, and then I started Transfusion Hype. Yeah. Um, started that show and uh, that's kinda how BKZ started, which I didn't yeah. realize yeah. until yep. like years later, which is crazy. Um, yeah, I feel like I learned that like recently, but yeah, I like hit up a few people. I was like, we need a B-boy piece, like hit up Slink and everyone became friends and yeah, so cool. Yeah. It's crazy. Super crazy. Yeah. And then flip transfusion hype into like more of a like contemporary modern called it myriad and then started creators grid and then let go of myriad and then still running creators grid Mm -hmm. and just like, yeah, I love to be everywhere in the scene and like I just love how everyone creates so differently like poppers create differently than b-boys create differently than like commercial dancers so I don't know I just love the creation and I love it in all forms and like like tonight I was teaching and I was like damn I get paid to do this like Mm -hmm. they were doing so amazing and just like inspiring me and I was like this is awesome like yeah yeah like can't change my oil on time because I'm broke as shit, but like <laughs> I'm super happy. But you're doing what you love to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> One day I'm gonna fill the tank all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Ten dollars at a time. Yeah. Be like, let's do the oil next time. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. A true. Dancer. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> No, that's really cool. Um, especially with like, I'm really glad that you're like a part of our scene because you've definitely provided a lot of opportunity and exposure for a lot of dancers in the Utah scene. You know, you've given just about almost every dancer, you know, a you know a chance to have that spotlight with, with uh, Creators Grid. You know, every time you throw it, there's always like someone new, um, yeah, like yeah. a bunch of new new Thank dancers. You. you give them a chance, and it's really amazing to see. And Creators Grid is super cool and very unique because it's just you have a bunch of different dancers with different styles that are all coming together and just not really even giving a shit about you know my style's better than your style or I'm better than you like you know when you go to a competition we're all together we're just basically fucking around we're all vibing and just having a killer time (laughs) and that's an amazing uh, thing that came from you thank you you know so that was mad props to you I like hearing that (laughs) yeah so I look 
so forward to uh, the next Creators Grid, which is July 2nd. Yeah, it's July right? 2nd. Yep. July yep. 2nd. Be there. Yeah. Be there. 21 and older. Yep. And yeah, do you want to talk a little bit more about the Creators Grid? Like, what's going to go yeah. on in July yeah. 2nd? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's so, it's really, because I've been holding off on having one, because I, I mean, we've had all the suggestions of like, do one online, or do one like this, and I just... I don't know. I was kind of. Online, no. I don't know. I just like did not feel good about any of it. Like I was like, maybe we'll go to the desert and like. (laughs) I'm down for that. (laughs) Creators off the grid. The show must go on. (laughs) No, I mean like that's a teaser because we're probably gonna do it in August. That's still so yeah. But um, but yeah, like I just and I didn't want like because you know wearing masks when you talk to someone who's masked it creates the energy of unrest. Mm. And so then to actually have like an openly create like supportive space where we're feeling unrest at any point just didn't feel like it feels like it goes against what I created. You know, I I wanted, and I want people to drop their shit at the door. You know, like if you have like beef with someone in the scene, like session with them, you know, like Mm. drop it here because this is where you get to meet dancers you've never seen. You get to appreciate dancers you've never seen and and hopefully get inspired, you know, by something that you wouldn't have usually, you know, or connect with someone that you usually wouldn't even connect with. And that's why I'm like, I love to deep dive, you know, and pull like, because there's so many gems in our our freaking community. It's like, I don't know, just going through all the crews, period. Just B-Boy crews. Mm -hmm. Like, just looking at those crews, it's like, there's just so many brilliant dancers on each one. And it's like, we all get to be celebrated. And I think a lot of times we get working so hard and we get into our artistry then we don't like feel appreciated and like yeah it yeah. starts with ourselves but we we get to have support from other people like we need that we need that human connection mm-hmm. it's important so I'm just happy to be back and it's cool because they're lifting all the restrictions on July 1st yes. and so we're, we're July 2nd Boom. so yeah we're like right there Independence Day weekend so we can reclaim our independence and hopefully you know as much as that's been going on in the community everyone can come together drop all their shit at the door that's exactly yeah, what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Have a drink. Have a yeah. good time. Yeah. Watch us forget the cues later in the night. <laughs> Watch me forget to call people out and like do the actual plan. I know. I'm, I'm so glad that you know, it's you It's you and Tonga hosting too. Tonga is a really good host. I know yeah. sometimes he's he brilliant. feels like he doesn't want to do it or whatever. He, puts a lot of pressure on him but he's he's honestly pretty good and he's so funny (laughs) so he's just really entertaining so like thank god for him because sometimes i like freeze up too and i'm like i don't even know like and it's like no tonga's got me (laughs) like yeah 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 it's a whole nother dynamic to it yeah it's crazy too because tonga like he just kind of approached me like when i had taken creator's grid um like on its own and just like I really wanted to have the freestyle element Mm -hmm. and it was never like agreed upon before. And then he came to me and he was like, I want you to do battles, but I want you to do like more of an exchange. And I was like, I've been wanting to do that. And like, I'm ready for these ideas now. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and I could host if you want, but I'm just saying, you know, and I loved how like, cause we didn't really super know each other, but we would run into each other everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like before we even knew we danced. Cause I'm like, Oh, I got red chunks in my hair. He's got red chunks in his hair. Like we're the same, but I would see him at the mall. Like I would, he was like behind me one time when I was driving really stupid (laughs) and he like posted that he like realized it was me. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So I, and I love how organic it was and like that he just came up and I was like, yeah, you can host with me. Like that would be great. And then it's like, then that's where we can bring in both sides of the scene and really like appreciate everyone because like I mean originally it was inspired from Carnival you know in LA but because I was in Carnival when I was in LA Mm -hmm. and I loved it that was like a thing that you work for and um but you know and I just but I don't like how they do like freestyle first at the beginning of the show like pre-show like it's not a part of the show you know I mean it's cool they battle and stuff and it's awesome if you come early but you have to come early and I'm like oh no like I just remember like um Ivan freaking Ivan um what is he? Action figure Ivan now? I don't yeah. even know. Um, he was he was one of my buddies in LA, and I remember he told me that he got hired to do a pink video, and he came out, and they're like, okay, so we're gonna do like this scrim, and you're gonna be behind the scrim, and you're just gonna do head spins, and he was like, wait, what? And they're like, you're just gonna do head spins like back here. We're they just, just gonna... wanted him to do yeah. The they just wanted the tricks, and he was like, do you understand that I'm an artist too? And yeah. he like he walked out. And I had so much respect for him because I was like, dude, you know, like, that's cool, you know, because we are all artists. And that was my thing, too, when I started Transfusion Hype was I was like, I just have, like, such a huge love for B-Boys because I see how hard they work. And then, like, 
we go to gigs and like, they're not the ones who have the headshots ready or know when the stuff is happening. Cause they're not connected in that way. They're just not connected in. Yeah. And so, but they're more talented, like than like most people, like most human beings. I'm like, you find a B-boy, they don't just dance. They probably draw or they do poetry or something else too. But yeah. So I was like, I want to get my friends gigs. Like I want to, so that was kind of a drive for transfusion. Cause I was like, I want B-boys to be, a part of this like plus I was so inspired you know and then I love like too because I I kind of fell out of the dance scene for a little bit and Josh created that's when he created b-boy fed mm-hmm. and like you know and of course all the b-boys can create logos and like websites and yeah. like it's brilliant you know and yeah. so he's really opened up that for our scene huge yes and to the point where I'm like you know I feel like b-boys like are working you know they're working more than a lot of people you know and that's awesome you know they should yeah. be they deserve it you know yeah Thanks for recognizing. Yeah. Oh Shout, out the yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the big boys. Shout out to the big boys. Well, right on, right on. Cool. So, um, that yeah, there's a lot to you. I've known you for God, how long? How long? Oh, I met you through Chad. I was actually that was when I was breaking when I met you, right? Yeah, yeah. fifteen years. Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty oh, years. 20. Yeah, it's been like Has twenty. It been 20? Yeah, even in May. Yeah, because it was before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a long it's time. It's been a while. But I know that you got, you, uh, when you went off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> you got into, like, shamanism, right? <laughs> well, I mean, we can just call it energy work. Energy, energy work. work. Yeah. We didn't yeah. know, we we didn't know, know what to call it. Like, like, so you <laughs> call it energy Is that even a word shamanism? Like, <laughs> I mean, it is, but okay. there's, like, you know, there's levels of shamanism that right. I don't love. The commercial shamanism. The commercial shamanism. Love and light. Well, love I light love whatever is. you're doing. <laughs> Whenever I talk about this shit, we talk for it's hours. Yeah, like, hours. <laughs> hours. I should yeah. know all the hell. So, yeah, so energy work. Let's so how did, you, energy work, yeah. how did you get into that? Like, what inspired you? Um, My husband at the time uh, was going through some crazy, like, he was, like, just waking up angry and, like, certain things were happening to him that he was, like, felt like he had no control over, like, emotionally. And so... Of course, you know, the medical system says go and get on antidepressants or like some kind of a stimulant of some sort. And I was like, I don't know, just something in me like didn't feel good about that. And so I started like out of desperation, just like natural methods of healing, just like Google, Google and found crystals. Like here's this stone is for cleansing. This stone is for this. This stone is for that. And I was like, okay, and these stones are like a dollar, so I can afford that. So I order like mm-hmm. little pebbles, you know, like, ooh, right. I ordered a rock. Yeah. And um, yeah, I like, I looked up all the issues that I thought were happening and I ordered the rocks and I just like put them on the table. And then like, I, he was having like these major issues, like he just wasn't motivated and he was getting like depressed. And so I looked up this uh, rock, it's called Blue Appetite. And so um, I greeted the house with it. So basically I put I put it in like every corner of the house mm-hmm. to create this energy of like surrounding you with motivation. Okay. And um, two weeks later, he like had this like spell. He like wanted to like overdose and like took all these pills. And like it was like this whole thing, like pretty much drove him to the hospital. He ended up in the psych where it was bad. And so, but it was like one of these things where it was just like, and it tore my world apart, but it like showed me a lot that I like needed to know and realize. Cause when you're in a relationship, like, especially when you're in a toxic relationship, you don't see what's happening. You don't realize that it's toxic. You don't, you know, yeah. you're just trying to support the other person. Like, right. especially if you're married, you committed to it, you know, yeah. like you better commit to this, like be with them through this. But it's like, I was losing myself. That's when I left dance. Cause I was like, wasn't dancing like mm-hmm. anyways, but yeah. And so it was crazy. And then it, what happened was it, it turned out it exposed a lot of stuff and I was able to like get him to like agree to be out of the house for a while. And, um, I looked up those stones again. Cause I was like going to give them to my friend and I'm like, I need to cleanse them and like give them to someone else. Freaking looked them up so I could write down the description. Mm-hmm. They were not for motivation. <laughs> like they were to literally expel the negative energy from the space. Two. Oh, wow. yeah. oh no! Yeah, and so it was like two weeks later. It was like everything came in and was like, get him out. And like because I, because I've seen spirits my whole life, but like I started seeing them hella when like we were struggling. Like uh, they would wake me up at night, and they started poking at him, and like he started seeing stuff in the daytime. Like we would see stuff together. Like you're and, chills. and so crazy. yeah, and and I think it was I really think it was the spirits like saying like Ash, 
we want to talk to you and we want to, yeah. we want to work with you and you're not paying attention and this is a distraction. And he's like, you know, sucking the life out of you to the point where you're not even being who you are. And mm. so we're going to just, you know, step in. And so this one night we had this huge fight. It was so crazy. Huge, huge fight. I start getting a headache. I start getting a headache so bad that I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is bad, but I don't want to say anything because oh, yeah. you know you don't want to like cave and be like the first one to talk after a fight, you know, you go to bed mad. <laughs> right. like, yeah. So I was like laying there and I heard this ticking. It was like, tick, 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 tick. and I'm like, there's a clock in here. And then I like feel this energy right in my face. And I'm like, what do you want from me? In my mind, I just say it. And I'm like, and like, there's this, there's always this like outer Ashley that's like, Ash, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, I was like, what do you want from me? And I said, bring it on. And I could you not, like, I flew back and started having a seizure, like a full on seizure. And like Shit. my ex at the time, he's, or my husband at the time, he saw two lights go over me. I came out of it. And it was like this whole thing where they like, I mean, I had to go to the hospital. It was like a huge thing, but like, and, and it basically like shook me enough to, to like show me like, you're not living in a healthy space. And there's some things that are trying to get your attention. And guess what? Like you can't ignore us anymore. Like yeah. we're going to make you sick until you, but yeah, like headaches wow. and stuff is one of the things that people get when they like ignore those gifts and like, so, but I didn't know that at the time, you know, uh -huh. but yeah. And so it was just like, and it was cool because it was like, Hey, get, you know, get him out of there. And they did, you know, and it was cool. Cause then it was like my, what would have been my seventh wedding anniversary became my first anniversary with um, working with my my teacher and like working with heavier energy work and like really getting into it and so it was cool because that became my anniversary which is actually kind of brings me to another thing um, it's my ninth anniversary on June 21st on oh, solstice wow. yeah it's my ninth anniversary with working with energy and like learning about it heavily and so I'm actually doing a huge workshop that day we're gonna do like a big meditative movement workshop with like I'll take you through like a full journey. I'm calling them movement journeys. And mm -hmm. then like I play the sound bowls now so I can like end in sound bath and stuff like that. But yeah, so like basically working with our dance, like, cause dance, when we move, dance brings up emotion. And like, sometimes we're on stage and we hear things in our mind, like, and that it's like, oh, that's intriguing, but I'm performing right now. Mm -hmm. Or like when you're in session and you're in the circle, like there could be like a memory that comes up and it's like well, what is this like this is something and like do we actually take the time to sit with it and like what is it here to tell us and like yeah. why is it coming up mm -hmm. and it's because we're moving it up and out and it's like really like weaving that together is so transformational I think you know to that and because a lot of times we just hear the things and then we shut it down we shut it down and I think that's why some dancers are viewed as kind of crazy because we move energy through us all the time but I, I don't think we actually sit with it sometimes you know and yeah, like people aren't aware they're not yeah and like so, stand with some people who study energy work like they study they're brilliant and they don't ever move you know and so they hit these like plateaus where they're like I'm stuck I don't know why I'm not moving and it's like because you're not actually physically moving like you get to move things through you it's like when you get an ill when you go through emotional something the final thing that happens is a purge through your body. So it's like, you're going to either cry, you're going to get sick to your stomach, you're going to get the flu, you're going to get something and it's going to purge physically through your body because you actually made a change. Whoa. Like, yeah. Cause our cells flip over all the time, you know, yeah. and like regenerate. And so it's like, if we're constantly working that, you know, and it's just a weaving process of just weaving it through. That's why I'm like, we got to get sick, you know, all this, like, especially this last year, it's like, we're all focusing on like blocking the sickness instead of like letting us get sick and see what it has to teach us, you yeah, know, like right. not like go out in the middle of a field, you know, in the middle of a public place and be like, get me sick. But like <laughs> actually just like allowing yourself to be freaking sick, you know, and like letting it purge and like, what is it teaching you? Like, it's gotta be something, you know, or just like, Hey, rest, you did a lot of work. Like now you need to rest. You know? Yeah. Here I am like drinking beer and like burping no, like, <laughs> this is my first beer you guys it's not like my third <laughs> oh, let it loose get it loose is that appropriate that's totally fine <laughs> but yeah I'm drinking water now see now I'm gonna yeah I'll pull out some juice in a balance second. balance yeah right there balance is key hell yeah well oh cool mm -hmm. uh so during your energy work what is uh, the most interesting thing that you experienced? Oh, shit. That is, like, a really good question. Um, the most interesting? Yeah. The most interesting thing 
um, I would say is that when people come in and they're like super ready for something, um, no matter what, they always have something changed. But like, I would say the most interesting thing is the physical side. So like they'll come in and they'll say like, look, I've had this pain in my shoulder forever and I don't know what it is. I'm going into the, I'm going to get x-rays soon. But like, I also have this like energy in my house. That's like kind of, I don't know what it is, whatever. And it's like, okay, well let me come check it out. And so like I go and I check out their house and I see like where the energy is maybe stagnant. We talk about what we can move. We clear it out a little bit. And then I like go to the person and it's like work on them a little bit, Mm -hmm. see what we can find. Like you basically just like check their, like, um, you just check vibrational points and like see what's off balance and see what you can like put on balance. And then you bring it to their attention to see if they want to talk about it. But, um, yeah. And then like, as soon as you're done, their pain goes away. And it's like stuff they felt for like to where they're like gonna go get X-rays, and the, and it's it's literally just a cut. It's like it's like an energetic cut of like this was attaching, it was causing pain here because that's where it was latching, and this was from maybe this experience or that experience or whatever. There's a million different ways that we can like attract things that will attach to us that we don't know are there and then they can make us sick and they can make us hurt and that's the that's another physical part of it so it's like it will manifest physically and then when you work on it energetically and emotionally like the pain goes away and and it's like letting it go yeah and it's like it's so instant that it's freaky like (laughs) I was driving home from somebody's session and she texted me and she's like I just canceled my appointment for tomorrow. Oh, like, yeah. Shit. And then my other friend, same, she's like driving home and she's like, oh my God, I don't have any pain. Wow. Like, we're golden. Yeah. So is it like Reiki? Um, yeah, Reiki, like Reiki's kind of like my base. Reiki is what people are the most familiar with, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but I've been, I guess, I don't know. I, I study all avenues of energy. So, um, you know, working with like, Oh my God, pretty much everything like dream work. Um, yeah, we went to that dream workshop, Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, working with people's dreams. And then like, also like, um, a lot of times when you're working with them, um, one of their ancestors will come through or like, I've even done like a meditative movement class where people had their grandparents come through and talk to them while they were in class. And just like, when wow. my grandmother showed up and she told me that she like saw me and she doesn't want me to be unhealthy and like, and they're like straight up, like, that was her. Like I saw her with what she used to wear and like, Mm -hmm. I saw her in my mind and she was speaking to me as if she never left. And like, I'm just like, you know, and then they go and like work with that, you know, cause it's, it's ultimately like we are our history. So it's like, we have our ancestors that carry certain things and like, and so the, this is where the physical and the like spiritual come in is like, and the emotional is like, yes, we carry disease through like, our family lines like if you have something that runs in the family but you also have what runs in the family is the emotional aspect of what created that disease in the first place and so it's like you could have something that's attacking you and if you look the energy of it and then you go and you look at your grandmother she might have gone through that too and like didn't know how to heal it suppressed it passed it through then it comes down the line and so that's why like I, I tell people like be kind to yourself when you're going through stuff because you might be carrying great 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 grandmother something and she's asking you to process it for her because you literally can't get rid of energy. You have to transform it. And so if this history repeats itself, you get to be the one who breaks the line. And that's freaking beautiful. That you is, know, yeah. that's amazing. That's powerful. You know, so you can't get rid of it. You have to transform you it. You have to transform it. As in like just dealing with it. Turn like, it into like something. Like... Yeah. The only way out is through. So wow. yeah, like taking it. It's like when you get like a kid, for instance, like super angry, like it always comes from a place of pain. So like, is it time to talk to this pain or is it time to let the kid just like freak out, you know, and get it out? Cause sometimes we have to purge it. Um, and it's kind of like, I don't know. It's that, like, um, I use the stretching rule. You look for the pain and then you ask yourself, do I press harder? Do I stay where I'm at or do I back off? And you do that with everything that comes up, you know, cause sometimes we have to like press back. We have to push back. And then sometimes we have to surrender to it. And then sometimes we get to sit with it and like, cause ultimately like if we don't deal with stuff when it's ready for us to deal with it, it's just going to get stored in our body somewhere. And that's where, you know, when we're moving and dancing, like stuff will mm-hmm. come out. And that's why I think it's so important to grab onto it. Cause it's like, Hey, this is for you. This is cause our body map is our, our life. Like everything you've experienced and everyone before you, you are, you know, right. And we're developing it more and more as we go. 
And like, it's crazy because I'll do like my, I do like energy group retreats. I have like a squad that I work with and they're incredible. And it's like, I go work with them for a few days and it's cool because like what happens after, like it unravels into my family. Like little, like I'll have this breakthrough and I'll have a realization and then I'll watch my little niece or nephew figure something out or I'll see my mom have this like brilliant realization and it's mm -hmm. like, wow. cause we're all connected, you know? So like when somebody's doing the work, there's no way that it's not going to move through the whole family, right? you know? So kind of ripples out. Yeah, totally. That's crazy. <laughs> it's super weird. Wow. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I told him before this, I was like... I'm, I'm trying to figure out all these questions to ask you because, like, I know just about nothing about this type of stuff. And it's really intriguing to me, so I'm learning a ton. Oh, that, yeah. that is called epigenetics, right? Epigenetics? Epigenetics? Is that what it's called? Oh, um, all the, the that passing would be down. more of, like, the scientific term, but, yeah, like, it's like we're imprinted with, like, 13 generations of trauma. Mm. Ooh, yeah. 13? With 13, 13. Which, which is epigenetics. So, yeah. yeah, like... Welcome, Andrea, to if the podcast. Doing, like, mm -hmm. like, if one person starts doing the work, it does the work for, like, so you have your genetics, like your DNA, and then you have your epigenetics, which is, like, your emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is your one. That's crazy. So yeah. it's scientific. It's, yeah. It's, it's not just, like, science. the esoteric it's thing. science, yeah. It's science. <laughs> Bitches. Listen to the science. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. just esoteric. It's. Yeah. yeah. It's a very scientific level to everything. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like even even to the point where like you can do like energy work just for someone like across anywhere in the world, like tap into their energy, like get permission. Mm -hmm. And like yeah, they've even done like tests where they like take someone, they do like a skin graft, they take their skin and they like take it way far away, like across the country, and they sit and they shock it, and then they call a person and they hear it. They feel it. And they're like, Oh my god, it's starting, right? What? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it like the same thing when you get like a heart transplant, you have memories or people get memories of the people, the person that they got the heart transplant oh. from. Oh, I love or that. Or any kind of organ. Wow. Yeah. I have not heard that. I really yes. love that. Oh yes. my gosh. I, yeah. I was just actually reading something about that the other day and it, they were talking about somebody who got a heart transplant and they were having these random memories and so they decided to contact the family of the person who died. Wow. Trent, or, oh, God. Got the heart. Where, where they got the heart transplanted from? Yeah. The donor. That's the word. The donor. Word. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long day. But, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, that's what our son wanted oh, to do. Bizarre. Like, they had, like, these uh, emotional feelings. Like, they wanted to all of a sudden do certain things. That yeah. Their son, who died, was the donor, yeah. wanted to do their entire life, but never got to do. Mm -hmm. uh, it's crazy. Wow. Wow, so it kind of goes, awesome. yeah. like, what you're saying. That's that's yeah. super interesting. That's way cool. Yeah, and they're they're finally starting to acknowledge this stuff, too, like, in the medical system, you know, quietly, of course. But, like... <laughs> Why are they quiet about that? Oh. Why don't they just, like, be like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck's going on. They just make we more just money. We just know what happens. They make more money when we're sick. That's like, true. I go into the doctor, and I'll be like, can you just, like, verify that I have pneumonia? Because I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And they'll like verify it and they'll be like, okay, we've got, and I'm like, no, no, no. Have you heard of nutritional healing? I like say that to the doctor just right. to see. And they're like, what? Oh, but I, I actually know <laughs> that doctors only take a week. It's like, I don't know. It could be more. Don't quote me on that. But like, they don't take, they don't learn very much about like nutritional healing. Cause like, that's the other thing is like, you can no, like, they don't. no, they don't. I used to get pneumonia like pretty much every year. And, um, finally, and I would go and do the antibiotics, do that whole thing. And then finally I read that you could do like mono mills. And, um, so basically I looked up highest vitamin C content. Cause pretty much like that's pretty much the issue with pneumonia okay. or like it's, it's a huge, huge lack of vitamin C. Mm -hmm. So you look up the fruit that has like the most and it was like cantaloupe and I'm like, okay, cool. So then you just like take a bowl of cantaloupe and you eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner until you're better. And basically it's telling your body, giving you a blast of like vitamin C, but it's also telling your body like, look, focus on healing because digestion is going to be the same. Like we're going to make this easy on you. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense, you know, yeah. like I, um, yeah. So it's interesting because there's lots of other ways to deal with all the things, oh, yeah. but man, where are you going to make the most money? You know, <laughs> well, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I was talking to you, I think you about this a while ago, how you watch the news, which is a terrible idea. <laughs> 
But you you sit there and watch the news and they talk about the COVID and all this other yeah. stuff and everybody's just waiting for the vaccine. They're not actually talking about, you know, oh, by the way, if you eat this <laughs> this fruit, right. this vegetable, and you exercise yeah. and you get out in the sun, yeah. you probably have a less chance right. of like getting it. And if you do get it, they, right. tell you anything like they don't that. tell you really anything They started censoring turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was my big, like, red pill. Like, I found this video. It was, like, seven years old. Some, like geeky little cute gardener girl and she was like had a vitamin c and turmeric video and they freaking censored it and she was like pissed because she was like that was like seven years ago and like i don't even have like a lot of they censored it and i was like okay that's bullshit because that helps you yeah and then there's this guy his name is like i follow him he's so dope he's from jersey he was on the news a few times they try to make him demonize the shit out of him but um (laughs) he's like he has a gym and he like it's called like atlas gym or something and they when they shut down it's in jersey so they were heavy like heavy restrictions he never shut down they showed up to the gym they boarded up their freaking place they went and they like kicked the doors in and he was like look we we take care of our bodies we take care of our health we believe in sunshine we believe in human interaction Mm -hmm. they didn't make them wear masks they wouldn't let them wear masks in there and nobody caught it like and they kept track of the numbers so that they could go into court because they've been sued and drugged through the mud but no that guy's so dope and he's like no we push vitamin c on people we don't push that you know and i don't know don't get me started on that shit because like i could feel i've looked too much into all of it yeah we we actually went to uh sprouts the other day and uh was trying to get silver silver were they out so very and silver yeah we had like we had bought like a whole we we love silver for when yeah. you get sick because it breaks down the yep. congestion and stuff and silver and yeah. anyways so we so had a stock of it until just barely and mm-hmm. then we went and they said that they discontinued it of after they COVID didn't. of course and they were like the FDA just dysregulated <laughs> or like it they took away the regulations of it and we were like what isn't that cute it was like pissed I'm yeah like, what the heck because I drove to like two different stores and then. Finally, I asked someone, and they were like, no, we can't sell it anymore. And I was like, yep. And then she was like, you can find it at, like, D's Nutrition, whatever. Yeah. It's off of, the, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my off. God. Yeah. We, it breaks down your, we, instead of using, like, a decongestion, yeah. it's better to do silver. It breaks down your mucus, right? Yeah. Your mucus. Yeah. Right? No, I couldn't think of the word. What if you're a word? Our kids have, like, a little bit of <laughs> If you're a werewolf, you'll find out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, I'm dead. Like, Damn, Damn you, silver. I know. So. But even just like the diet that they sell you, you know, like yeah. the nutrition, like you should have so much of this and so much of that, and it's really like dairy driven. Yeah. Which really, which actually dairy, a lot of dairy consumption causes yeah. congestion. Yeah. We're the only species that drinks another species' milk. <laughs> but like, that's like a state-regulated thing. So right. even if you're working in nutrition, right. if you're if you have a a license in being a nutritionist, you have to follow the state-regulated licensure, right. which says you have to follow the dairy guidelines. Interesting. Yeah. Terrible. Super great. Oh. I love coconut milk. Oh. Well, and cows like the the. From calf to cow is yeah. way quicker. So if you look at when they started pushing milk, like, because they have so many hormones in them, like, there's a lot of 14-year-olds that are pretty damn tall. I'm there just, is. I'm just saying. Like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, out. I'm just saying. And, like, my 12-year-old students are, like, fully formed. Like, what is that? Yeah. You know? Like. I'm telling you, there's freaking trees out there. There's trees. There's trees. That's going back to what we're saying. There are trees. We'll cut this out, but. Our kids have never actually had cow's milk. Oh, and they're nice. short. None of no. No, Drake's Drake's getting pretty tall. But Drake's dad is like six foot one, so that's... <laughs> he's six three. But... Oh lord. Anyway. Yeah. Dinosaur people. Dinosaur people. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> we had this discussion. We take a while. I'm like five ten, and I'm like oh, considered yeah. short now. How do you think I feel? I'm sorry. I don't know. What to tell you. It makes me feel great about myself. Yeah. Me? Yeah, that Being you're short. short. Yeah. Oh, okay. Every time I'm next to you, I feel Same. like I appreciate. Feel pretty tall. Thank God, God made me sexier than you. So oh you know what? Fine, you can have that. Okay. There's no argument with that. Okay. You more like chiseled jaw and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are some fancy faces for Back sure. Back to the interview. <laughs> anyway, no, I wanted to ask you when you you talk about like um, when you're like seeing things like um, spirits. Yeah. Is that is that the right? Is, can I call them spirits? Is yeah, you okay? could say spirits or energy, like energy. Like energy. Yeah. Do you see them like orbs or like figures? Um, it's um, interesting. It changes a lot. It yeah. changes a lot because this is where I don't. I I kind of say like I don't see anything but I've had like a couple of certain experiences where I kind of have but it's always uh-huh. been like the like side of my eye you know yeah. like just right here but mm-hmm. one time orbs. orbs I saw an orb mm-hmm. auburn orb Ooh, and nice. I can't remember exactly what that represents yeah. I think because my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago and I think mm-hmm. when we looked it up it resembles you know a grandparent coming to visit you yeah it's really freaking weird because that orb looked like a bright ass color you know just or just just bright light just swinging by yeah the most weirdest way too not like something like falling yeah but just kind of like just zigzagging and then it just disappears it's a split second it's very weird yeah i'm like i'm starting to see shit now it's kind (laughs) of like it's cool well, yeah, and it, it, definitely, it de- yeah, definitely wasn't like a scary feeling, but it was just like a, yeah. I've never experienced this in my life. What is going on? Yeah. This is kind of new. So it's like, when did know. that happen? Oh. <laughs> it's a funny story. I mean, it happened when I was uh, making out with my girlfriend. And, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> making out with my girlfriend, and I caught a little bit of a glimpse of maybe my He's grandfather watching. peeking in. He's probably <laughs> like, whoa, sorry, okay. whoa. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna check in on you later. See you later, pal. So he's like, go get him, Joey. <laughs> yeah, like, I wanna pop right in. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. But oh this happened, yeah, like, uh, geez, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Possibly. So, Dang. like, I don't know, like almost a year after he died, he passed away or something. Mm-hmm. That's Which awesome. Is really, really strange. So. Yeah, it could be. Um, yeah, visitors or, like, um, to, like, the realm between, like, us and, like, the galactical space is, like, pretty thin, too. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, our star fam is, like, reaching out a little more yeah. and, like, kind of trying to... Well, I mean, the, the freaking... The world system is going to use aliens as a distraction suit, I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> However, <laughs> so don't fall for that. And the monoliths... I think they're bullshit, but, um, yeah, but it's, like, yeah, Starfam has been here, they're, like, amongst us, like, I think there's, like, people who show, like, I've heard, have you guys ever heard of stories where people have, like, near-death experiences, and Mm -hmm. someone comes through and, like, kind of swoops them or saves them in some way, and then they just kind of, like, disappear, and they, like, don't know really who they were, like, I think there's, like, you know, I think Starfam and, like, there's visitors that come, and they're, like, just kind of weaving among us, and, I definitely think, like, it's silly to think that we're the only, like, race, you know? Like, yeah. it's not just the human race, obviously. And so it's, like, obvi- we have to have guidance from somewhere, you know? There's got to be For something. Sure. And, like, those things that we hear and, like, it's not just us being crazy. Like, it's something, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, do you hear Do you hear things often? Um, yeah. So, here, like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> no, I'm trying to, like, compare my experiences yeah. to see if, like, I'm going, like, fucking crazy or if I'm making this up in my own head. But, like, I've only had one where I was at work working for RC Willie at the distribution center. That job sucked, by Do the way. Do love warehouses? Yes. Warehouses. That experience No, so I used yeah. to drive this, I drove this, like, a standing forklift, right? Uh-huh. And, you know, they had shelves in the warehouse that go fucking, like, 40 feet high in the air, right? Yeah. So I'm up, like, 40 feet up in the yeah. air, you know, on my forklift, and I'm pulling some product on, onto the forklift, and I swear to God, um, I saw, like, again, at the corner of my eye, like, a shadow figure like running towards me in the oh, most shit. weirdest way. So oh, I stopped what I was doing. I looked over because I saw the figure and I like looked down like 40 feet and I'm like, and I go, hello? Because I thought it was like my manager or something like running towards me. He just like, needs to talk to me or something. So I'm like, hello? And then nothing. I didn't hear nothing. anything, didn't see anything and whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I honked my horn like three times. It's like 
Dude, I'm fucking moving. Like, I'm moving my freaking, uh, yeah, three times. I'm moving my forklift. I don't want to squish anybody. But as soon as I was doing that, I swear I, like, heard just a whisper in my ear that just said, like, be, like, be careful. Like, oh. just like that. And I was like, what the hell? So I got, like, chills, kind of creeped out. And there was a, a guy who died, like, 20 years, like, before when I was working. He got squished. In there? So, yeah. He got oh, suffocated. Shit. There was, um... Uh, pool tables, just like eight of them that just collapsed on him, and he was alone, and oh, nobody man. could hear him, nobody could help him. He just suffocated, and he died there. Dang. So I'm wondering if like his spirit is like still there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But this is the weird thing. I was yeah. I was pulling out of that aisle, and I'm so like spooked out, like like what the hell's going on? And I I don't know what I wasn't paying attention. I hit a damn pole, boom, <gasps> with my forklift, Whoa. boom, I hit it. So I'm like, great, like what the hell? <laughs> What is going on? Weird ass shit. You didn't listen. <coughs> yeah. I didn't listen. I guess. I don't, like, this is like my my first experiences. Like I don't I don't I don't see things. Yeah. I don't. I like my whole life I've never like seen or really experienced anything. And then now I'm like starting to, and it's really yeah spooky, weird. Oh, the dog story. I mean, oh god. <laughs> That you don't have to get into it, but yes, the dog, the, the dog one scared me yeah. because like you didn't tell me about it and I told you about it and you're like you see it too, so I was like oh my god, <laughs> like I'm seeing shit. You guys are seeing the same shit though. Oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. oh hell yeah. You remember my old house in West Valley? Yeah. So do you remember my old dog Bentley? Little Ooh, white. Do I? He was a little I white, so. rat little like, looking dog. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So. Oh yeah, Bentley. Yeah. So I. <laughs> little brief story. I was home alone one day, and <laughs> when you walk in my front door, it opens up into a living room, and then the first thing that you walk past is the hallway on the right. Well, I was walking past the hallway, and I saw I, what I thought was Bentley run from my bedroom into uh-huh. my girl's bedroom, because they were the doors faced each other or whatever. Yeah. So I walked down the hall, and I'm like, Bentley... Bentley, and then I hear him barking on the <laughs> other <laughs> side from behind me oh in the kitchen. God. Yeah, right? God. and I was like, "What the hell?" So then he came over one day and he was talking about how he saw this little white dog out of the corner of his eye, and I'm like, "Oh my God, you see uh, it too?" Well, you weren't even there. I swear to God, like you know, you were waiting for me. Yeah, a little white I got dog must be a thing because I've seen a little white white dog before too. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh yeah, because I used oh, to think shit. it was my mom's dog Pierre. Because he was a little white teacup poodle. Yeah. But, Whoa. yeah, there's, like, a white dog that... I wonder if he's, like, a guardian or something. I know. I'm like, what does that mean yeah. when you see, like, a, an animal spirit? or Yeah. Like, what does that mean? You know, like... It could be um, animal totems. Yeah. Animal totems. Well, and animals show up, like... So, if you're in the energy of something, they're so open with their energy that if they represent that, they're going to be showing up for you. Hmm. So, like... A lot of times, like, they're not aware of, like, why they're showing up. They just, like, are attracted to certain spaces. So it's, like, um, if you look at, like, when you have animal encounters, if you look them up. That's why I got the animal cards because I love working with them. But um, if you notice, like, your animal encounters and then you go look up what the spiritual meaning of it is, it always aligns with, like, what you're going through. And it's usually, like, it's nice because it's, like, a confirmation of, like, okay, well, this could be hard, but I'm actually supposed to be here because... Obviously, this is coming and confirming that mm-hmm. and aligning yeah. that, and I'm being aware of it. Um, and then just like looking up like ways that you can work with it too. Like, oh, the crow symbolizes this, so you get to open up to your magic or whatever, you know. Right. But, well, and your so your whole thing like too like when you start to that's the thing is like we've been conditioned so much in so many ways like mm-hmm. not even just like spiritually conditioned to like not see the things, but we like literally like they've been calcifying our pineal gland for like freaking ever, like everything with aspartame in it, the fluor, the fluoride in the water, like it calcifies behind your pineal gland, which is like in between your eyes, which is basically where you see spirit. So it's like, it opens up your third eye to things that you can't see, but you can see, like, I can't see this, but I know it's there. Yeah. And so it like closes down your intuition, you know, and, and it kind of makes people lethargic. So like even the water, like if you look at, that's why I'm such a water nerd. Because, like, you look at water and it's, like... Dude, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. There's certain brands that I'm, like, oh, hell. Yes. No. Like, you get out of my Screw face. Screw you, Dasani. Yeah, Dasani's the worst. Dishonest Nestle. is more like it. Suck it, Nestle. Aquafina. Aquafina. I mean, I, I mean, like the taste I of Aquafina. I kind of like the taste of Aquafina. 
Aquafina is terrible. I, mean, I like it. I, 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 I fixed your Aquafina, but like neutral. Like, yeah. It's just neutral. Let's yeah. just say it. Right? And it sounds like Aquarius, and I like Aquarius. <laughs> You're an Aquarius, aren't you? I am an Aquarius. I am an Aquarius. Hell yeah. I like, I get distilled water. I like distilled. Distilled is awesome. I love to still cheap as shit. No. Nobody ever buys cheap it. Shit. Like whenever <laughs> when everyone started for my car engine, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like we clean with this and I'm like drinking it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm cleaning my insides with it. <laughs> I don't know if that's I mean, all, the um, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I picked up like I have like three in my car right now. <laughs> Do you guys want some? Just kidding. So, wow. Hey, let's get back on track. Okay, sorry. So, you know, it's, uh, so you were saying it was like the gland, and you're like you're starting to see. Yeah, like see oh yeah, because well, you read yeah. that gland. Yeah. So so basically. <laughs> the gland. It looks like a freaking pine cone. Yeah, but the pineal gland is in your third eye. It's between your eyes, right. and it calcifies um, with like the stuff they put in the food right now. Which is your... Yeah, it, well, it's your sixth. Pixel. Yeah, so um, they calcifies it so you can't see the things. So like that's the thing is like with like... And this is the thing that I've been watching lately. Hey, aspartame. Sorry. Aspartame. Do you, know, do you know aspartame is? No. Aspartame. So what do you what do you find aspartame in? Gum, all gum, anything oh, sugar free. Anything sugar free. No. Diet. Sugar free diet. Anything. <laughs> diet. Diet. Anything. Anything. Diet. Anything diet. Yeah. Anything diet is aspartame. Don't take Mountain Dew. It's nar. Yeah. And then the fluoride in the water. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So then you like close off. So like, uh, but that's the thing is like when you need to evolve, then your guides are going to find you energetically and give you the things that you need to like shake you into evolution. So it's like, so that's why a lot of times it's good to be scared because it's like you can't create that fear on your own. And so they'll come in and they'll freaking scare you so that it kind of jolts you out of your space that you're in and takes you into it's like, a new, okay, you got yeah. my attention. Though. Yeah. Like okay. here's another pathway. Like, and so a lot of times like, and that's the thing that's is like fun. people repress, like they'll repress like stuff that's coming in. And then the second they start acknowledging it, then it comes in more. And like my, my teacher always says, you don't have a choice, like, cause they're going to get louder and louder and louder. And they do. And that's the thing is like, they're relentless cause they don't have like the social graces that we have. Mm-hmm. They're not going to avoid the work. They know what they're here to do and they know they have a message for you. And if they, and if you're on the wrong path too, like if you're in a space where they can see that it's not going to line up with like what you've agreed to, mm-hmm. they're going to throw ratchets in the path. They're going to push you off the road. They're going to like give you a relationship that shakes you to your core, that makes you change directions. Like they're going to give you opportunities and like little things in your way to just kind of, you know, it's, it's all very like, it's all very beautiful because we, we're, we never get what we're not ready for. Like, and that's the thing is like when people feel heavy or they feel like something's happening, that's like so difficult. That's where I'm like, you know what? Like you need to be proud of yourself, not to be bossy, but like, because here's what you're ready for. Like, and not only do you attract that, you attract what supports it too. And so that's what people forget is like, we have outer sources and like, whether you believe in God or like spirits or energy or anything like that, I think we can all like agree that there's something else beyond like what we can see and it's guiding us, you know? And it's like, once we start paying attention to that, like even just paying attention to like numbers that flash up people, that's what a lot of people see. Oh, I saw 11, 11. I keep seeing one, one, one. I keep seeing three, three, three. What is that? It all means something, you know? And it's like, that's you being in alignment and going, Hey, here I am. Like, this is me checking in like deja vu. You know, it's like, Oh, I've been here before. Yeah. It's to, to, I think it's to make sure that, you know, you're on the right path. Like I, this is familiar. When you meet someone and you're like, I know you, you know, it's like, you probably did, you know, you probably did in another life or something, you know? It's crazy. <coughs> I gotta start carrying like a notebook around with me or something. I'm gonna yeah. start paying more attention. Yeah, it's kind of just about yeah. paying attention and yeah. being aware. Patterns are huge too. Like a lot of people miss it. Oh yeah, totally. Well, we get so busy and we're so sidetracked, yeah. and like yeah. we've we're in a society where you have to work so hard to just make ends meet that you don't even have time to explore your spirituality. Like mm-hmm. I mean, we're in a system that is set up for our failure, in my opinion. You know, we don't have to be a part of the system. You know, we can. You know, but how, you know, I don't know. I just feel like right now too, like 
there's a lot of tears in the atmosphere and there's a lot of stuff like energetically like moving like even just right now we're in the middle of mercury retrograde we've got blue lunar storms happening and we're in eclipse season and so things are kind of wild right now yeah. like and and but the thing is is like retrograde is beautiful because it's three weeks of hell and it literally goes into the foundation of everything like it's like all of our old baggage and like everything all of our old demons and secrets and things that we thought we could like shove away it like opens up a pathway for them to come back out mm -hmm. you know and it's like you can either look at that and try to suppress it or like stuff it again or rehide it in another box in the closet in the back or you can freaking look at it when and, is like, this one this is retrograde the one we're in oh now. yeah yeah it ends i think it ends on the 21st or the 22nd yeah that's another reason why i'm doing my workshop on the 21st because i'm like it's perfect it lines up with my nine-year anniversary with energy but it's also like coming to an end of a lot of really hard stuff and you know we we all there's this there's a there's a disconnection that's happened in this last year and you know i mean the cia freaking uses isolation to break people down to get them to spill you know so it's like and they break them down so that they can break their spirit so that they can get information from them what have we been doing for a year and a half we've been freaking isolating yeah and not even on top of that we've been wearing masks puts us in a state of unrest you know and let's not even forget the freaking science behind breathing with a mask on and the moisture and what that does in your lungs and like there's just so many things, you know, that we've been, and, and, you know, if you want to get real crazy, if you want to get real sassy on this podcast, oh, snap. Sassy. can we get sassy? Let me know. This <laughs> is if you want to get real sassy, <laughs> here, here comes I the mean, juice. Hey, here comes the juice. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're going to censor you. Um, no, it's like, you know, satanic ritual is to stand six feet apart and to wear a mask. You know, and like if they keep us silenced, then like what can you do? You know, and the, and then like there's just no coincidence too. Like energetically, if you look at like what's happening in the world, all these organizations that are coming up and that are creating more division, they're keeping us fighting. You know, and, and not only like that, but it's like keeping us fighting, and then we've been isolated, and then we've been masked, and then we've been held at home, and then we've been scared. And you know, and like that whole like it came out one of the CNN dudes. Um, was saying like, oh yeah, we ran the ticker on the side, the um, Corona ticker. That was brilliant to keep the numbers going, you know. But the, and here's the crazier part than the like ritual. It's like if you go on the freaking CDC website, you have to dig for it. But you go on the CDC website and you look up like all the deaths period in 2019, just like from everything you could possibly die from, and you look at the number, and then you look at 2020, and oh shit, they're like the same. Really? <laughs> Legit, yeah. And it's on there, and you have to dig for it, you know, and like, you know, so it's like, okay, well, if we haven't lost any extra people, then what's happening? It's just like, I think it's a recategory, I think it's a recategorization of the deaths, you know, yeah. like I watched this interview with this dude who like is a pharmaceutical rep and you know, all this stuff could be bullshit. All this stuff, I'm going to raise, you know, caution to the wind that like anything that we look up could be totally freaking false. But this guy was like, yeah, I sell Tamiflu and I sell to like 70 hospitals and like nobody ordered Tamiflu this year, you know, and nobody died of the flu this year, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, like, I just think like, as a society, like when they and too, like, if you look at like, um, this is the other thing too, if you look at all the pandemics, like in history, they've released a new technology around the same time, you know, and what are they gearing up for 5G right now? So it's like, is that making us sick? Is there something here that's like shaking off something, you know? And like with the, I don't know, just with the vaccine, I'm getting super like crazy, but like, it's like, that's, it's not an actual vaccine, yo. It's like a freaking, it's a gene therapy. Like it's, it's mRNA, it's messenger NRA. And like they patent, and that's the thing is like they're on April 3rd, it's April 25th. I don't know why I know the number. It's cause it's like close to my brother's birthday, but April 25th in 2013, they patent the coronavirus and they patent the PCR test. You by law are not legally allowed to patent something that is from nature. So ding 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 what the hell you know like and that's where my and just like just certain things like and that's the thing is like if you energetically look at the news you can see these like wave spells happening mm -hmm. you know they like they say certain things and they say them certain ways and like and if you go and you like see if they're demonizing something go and find the actual interview and watch the whole thing because my god you can edit anything to make it look like oh, anything yeah. you know and it's like what world are we living in right now? And that's the thing is like, we're raising consciousness right now, like huge, like um, if you follow, like there's this thing called the Schumann residence 
and it basically like shows you like the energies and like what's happening and so like there'll be these like dark energies that come in and they're really powerful and they take over and then there'll be this like light energy that comes in to counterbalance it mm -hmm. And so right now in history, like we are in a parallel world, like we are living two totally different realities. And like through all the like COVID stuff, like I fell into like looking up information, but I, I'm a Libra and I like justice. And I think it's probably because <laughs> my dad's a lawyer too, because I like to look up law and like, yeah. and I like to see like where the money's at, you know, cause that's a huge thing. But like, um, I was looking up both sides, you know, like I was like, I kind of agree with this. I kind of agree with that. These guys hate each other go into both groups and see what people are saying and like, and like read. And, and the thing is, is like everybody on both sides, they really believe where they're at and they really are very passionate about that. Yes. And they've now made it this perception. way. Yeah. And so oh, it's yeah. like, you know, so it's like, it's hard because it's like, I can sit and talk to you about something and we can like try to like find a common ground, but certain things are triggers right now. Like yeah. the fact that we're even talking about COVID is crazy, you know, cause it's oh, like, yeah it's a trigger, you know, and people get super mad. And like, like I, I mean, I get pneumonia every year. So I was like, I can't wear a mask, but man, they don't want to hear that. You get a medical exemption. They don't even care. They don't want to see it, you know? And I'm like, yo, like I didn't catch it. Like I was pretty much just like taking my vitamin C. Like I've been pretty like, you know, I haven't been sick like that way for a while, you know, like crazy. So That's like, yeah. Convoluted universe. Yeah, like it's, Dolores Cannon. Mm -hmm. and that's where I think this frantic energy is coming from because we're right now we're living to be, mm -hmm. be, yeah. I, well, the Earth is splitting. I hear asteroids. Like it's we, pulling. We literally are living two different realities at this very moment. No straight facts. Yeah, but it's like, and then it's pulling, and so what's happening is like retrograde. So it's pulling. We're living in two different worlds right now, who are that are pulling out, and they're parallel, pretty much parallel to each other, just opposites. And then there's some things that we can all agree upon, and that's where I try to look at things like what can we actually agree on, you know, and like see it, like the facts or whatever, but like there's that and then retrograde is happening. So it's pulling all our deep rooted stuff out. And then it's like making people emotional, making people hate each other, you know, but it's like retrograde is going to pull it all out. It's going to pull all the secrets out too. And like, that's what we need. We, we really, cause that's the thing is like you get one news station and they're telling you one thing and then you go to the other news station and they're telling you something totally different. Mm -hmm. So you can't look at both of those things and go, oh, there's actually truth here and there's truth there. You're going, no, these bitches are saying two totally different things. How is this happening? Like, why can't we actually get someone to tell us the truth? And like, be hard and honest with it. Yeah. Like, you know what? We fucked up. <laughs> we had a bat. We, we tried some things. Like, we thought we could like create a bioweapon. We thought it would be cool. Like, there's too many people on Earth. You know, like, 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 you know, like, hear me out, <laughs> you know, hear, like, hear, me out. <laughs> hear me out, we're going to be honest with you, <laughs> which, you know, they have kind of, they just do it real secret and shit, but they're very nonchalant. They're not. Yeah. Out. And they follow symbology. And that's the thing is like, you have to speak on something like, and that's, a, that's where ceremony comes in. Cause like everything we do is a ceremony. We are a walking ceremony. Like we are walking, like the way you get in your car, the way you prep yourself for bed, you are in ceremony, you know? And so it's like for them to have such control over so many parts of our life that create this ceremony that's like basically like feeding this whatever narrative they want to give us, yeah. like that's all we can choose, you know? There's no other choice. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. <laughs> Kid life. Kid life. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and but, like, you know, I don't know, studying the astrology stuff too, like symbology and all that. One thing I realized, like, and this is like kind of deep, but like what I've realized is like there's dark energy out there and there's shadow energy and it's meant to be looked at if it's in your face. But it sometimes it's not meant to be made an agreement with. Right. And that's the thing is like you get these like people that are like, oh, there's angels and demons and there's dark and light and there's this and that. And it's like, yeah, and there's also like sun and moon and there's nighttime and there's morning. You can't have morning without night. So it's like this complete like balance of like everything, but it's like you have to work both sides. So like what I'm seeing is like if you can take shadow and you can look at it and go, hey, this represents something that basically is me. You know, yeah. like you're not going to get like a dark energy that comes in that doesn't mirror who you are in some way. Right. And so, and the difference of how we work with it is like some people will take that thing and they'll make an agreement with it and they'll take away people's choices by making an agreement with it. And then some people will actually take it and go, Hey, what in me is calling that in and what can I work with to actually grow myself without making an agreement? Cause you don't have to make an agreement. 
You right. don't have to. Like, it's coming into your space because of a reason, you mm-hmm. know, and it's for your own personal growth. So, yeah, but it's hard because we look at it, we demonize it, and we go, oh, this is good, this is bad, this is light, this is dark, instead of going, you know, this is right, this is wrong. It's just saying, this is this. Like, this is something that I get to look at. It either feels heavy or it feels light. I either get excited or I get scared. Yeah. And whatever that is, is for me. And that's, it's a dance. Like, it's a dance. It's like, oh, I'm scared. Guess what? I can't create that on my own. I can't, like, go in my life and be like, what happens when you get scared, Ashley? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, plant something to scare <laughs> myself to see how I work with scared. No. Like, that is coming for me. So, like, I have no control over that. So, I attracted it in whatever way. So, now I get to work with it, you know? And, like, I mean, by all means, let's be impeccable with our word. Let's be, like, let's not take anything personal. I love the four agreements, you know? Like, let's work with it. But, like, by all means, like, it's for you. Don't put it in the closet because it came out for a reason. And don't make an agreement with it either because that's some bullshit. But... All right, so what is the message that you would like to leave the community as a whole? Like, you, you're, you've you done all this light work. You've been in the community as a dancer. You've done, you've done a lot. You have a lot of experience in a lot of aspects of life. What is one thing that you would, you would tell people? Um... That's a hard question, because, uh, like, you know I want to talk for another two hours. You can keep talking. Um, no, uh, show for yourself. That's, like, the main thing. And then, like, listen, like, like, because your body and your emotions are going to give you more than you need to, like, deal with your life. And, yeah, and I think especially if people are movers, like, be open to the emotional aspects of what comes up while you're moving And if you're not a mover, be open to moving because ultimately, like, we're going to move our energy through us, through dance, through whatever, whatever. Ultimately, like, energy is going to find a space where it needs to go, and it's asking you to help facilitate that. So, yeah, I just would say, like, listen and keep moving. And that's the thing is, like, the only way out is through. So wherever you're at, it's just, like, yeah, if it's a if it's a tougher, more dense situation, then you get to navigate it differently. But you also you get to navigate it and you get to move. Like I don't know. I guess that's it. Is like show for yourself and listen. That's and perfect. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but we, before we wrap this up, um, let's shout out some of your workshops and maybe Creators Grid when that is and all the details. Yeah. Anything you want to shout out. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Creators Grid, July 2nd. Um, Friday, we're going to celebrate our independence <laughs> and, like, have a show. We haven't had a show in so long. I haven't felt like myself. Um, yeah, so that's going to be great. It's at Metro, like, our home spot, which will be so good. Um, we got the whole squad back together. So it's me, Tonga, Scratchmo, and Chu. Hell yeah. So it's, you know, it's the squad, so it's going to be fun. And then, yeah, and then I'm doing, a, I'm doing my first... I'm basically taking my meditative movement class that I created and I'm turning it into a movement journey workshop. And the first one I'm going to have is going to be on solstice on June 21st. Um, that is my ninth year anniversary with working with energy and nine is my life number. So like fits really perfect that I should do it there. Um, yeah. And I do sound bowls now. So like, it'll be like a full on workshop. And at the end you can sit and vibe out after you do all your work, you can sit and have like a sound bath. And then, um, and then after that, it's going to come back every new moon. So I'll do, I'll basically bring back the new moon, uh, feels like session that we had where we can like session and that will be like a free event for the community. And then the next day I'll have a workshop and then I'll basically have the workshop. It'll be on the new moon once a month and I'll have like guests come in and join me. So like one month I might have come one, someone come in and talk about like grief counseling or I might have someone come in and talk about like nice. what movement has done for them or whatever. And so, cause I think there's a lot of like aspects that we can weave in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like have a passion with, um, kind of like intertwining my energy, energetic community with my movement community. Um, cause I think they kind of help each other a lot, but yeah. So yeah. And then that'll be monthly and then you'll have the option. If you are struggling financially, you can come to something, you can get something from it. And then always, of course, if you want to come to my workshop, the first one's going to be by donation. After that, it'll be a sliding scale. If you ever get to the point where you can't afford it and you really are ready to work on your stuff, like hit me up because I'll work something out with you. 
but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. <laughs> I like how you're infusing your light work with your uh, or your energy work with dance and movement. Yeah. I think that's great. I think everybody should go to it. I'm excited. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Um, if they want to get in contact with you, is there like a certain way they can contact you or? Well, I'm not gonna answer my phone or check my messages, so <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just show um... up. <laughs> Just come to my class and talk to me after. Just kidding. Uh, no, you can find me on Instagram. I sometimes check those messages. Just kidding. I'm the worst. <laughs> no, just find me on Instagram and message me. And then if I see it, I'll get back with you. But, like, maybe comment on something and then I'll notice it more. But, yeah, you can go to my link in, on my Instagram and buy a ticket for Creators Grid. And I'll announce my workshop. I haven't even announced it yet. Cool. I made a really sloppy flyer today, so I got to tweak it. <laughs> I love your honesty. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> and it might not make sense, but <laughs> yeah. <So>, hell yeah. <laughs> well, well, what makes sense though? Nothing. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for uh, coming on and talking to us about all the crazy shit going on. Um, thank you. We'd we'll love to have me. you again. Even though you didn't have me, I just kind of like told you I was ready to do it. <laughs> That's all we need. All you need to say is you're ready. Yeah. We're here. Cool. We made it happen. We manifested it. Right on. Sweet. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening again. Uh, if you can share this video, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, and have a great day. Yeah. Night, whatever time. Yeah. Peace out. Peace.